98.7 MGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits, the band that got it started uh, for Lionel Richie. That is the Commodores out of Tuskegee, Alabama. Uh, 6.10, 10 minutes after uh, 6 o'clock, it is the JoJo Show. Have you uh, heard this soccer story? <laughs> this is weird. Uh, but uh, I love how it's being treated in the press. Uh, this is, uh, well, uh, you probably don't love it if you're the coach. Uh, the coach of the U.S. soccer team. So basically what happened was the coach of the U.S. soccer team, his name is Greg Berhalter, uh, uh, had problems with this uh, player, Gio Reyna. In fact, uh, a lot of the talk during the World Cup was, why wasn't Gio, Gio Reyna playing? He's a 20-year-old who's pretty good. And at first it was like, well, he's recovering from an injury. And then all of a sudden these rumors came out that he had a bad attitude. And uh, so he wasn't getting any playing time. And uh, his dad, Gio Reyna's dad, Claudio, used to be the captain of the uh, men's national team back in the 90s. And him and his mom had gone to school together at the University of North Carolina with Burhalter. And his mom knew of an incident where Burhalter uh, kicked uh, the woman he was dating at the time, which turned out later to be his wife, and they had kids with together. 30 years of marriage they've had since. But he kicked his wife back in the 90s, and she threatened to come forward with some information if Raina didn't get playing time. So in other words, the, uh, the parents acted like typical soccer parents on any team in the U.S. If you've ever coached do sports, you've seen these parents. You have. Uh, I'm reading from The Guardian now. I love this uh, take on it. Every youth soccer parent, coach, and referee knows these parents. They're the ones who gush about their kids' new youth club in August and then rant against the coach when they leave it in May. They're the ones who intimidate coaches into substitutions at nearly every stoppage in play, lest a player be left on the sideline longer than a few minutes. They're the ones who gossip on anonymous message boards to trash coaches and clubs. Um, to be sure, complaints about playing time in sports aren't exactly breaking news. But if uh, there was a World Cup for such griping, the U.S. would surely win. There you go. That's what the rest of the world thinks of us now because of this weird soccer story. Uh, it's the JoJo Show on 98.7 FG. 98.7MGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Heads. Let's do the audio ball. This is a journey into sound. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. Sounds from around the world on JoJo's Audio Vault. Let's start uh, with this woman who bought uh, a toy, a baby toy at uh, Walmart. And apparently uh, the toy plays inappropriate jokes and comments. My mom hears something and she calls us all in and she's like, it just said something about a drive-by shooting. I'm like, there's no way. So let me see if I can get this quickly enough. You'll never guess what makes a clip-clop, clip-clop, bang, bang, clip-clop, clip-clop, clip-clop noise. An Amish drive-by shooting. Sold at Walmart. Walmart, (laughs) explain this. (laughs) <laughs> it's not a bad joke, though, right? Uh, yeah, that's uh, not for kids, I guess. Uh, Look, this sounds like a great idea, right? You run a hot uh, a boat that has a hot tub in it, and you take it out on a lake. It's all well and good until the boat sinks, and you call the rental company, and you go to voicemail. Just a boom and a ball of fire kind of went along through the thing. Having it go to voicemail when you know that you have people out on boats in the dark on a cold lake. Yeah, it was pretty terrifying. Yeah, they uh, did survive, though, clearly. Otherwise, they wouldn't be talking to you. Um, Listen, it's tough enough as a, a, a young man, as a teenager trying to date someone. But when their dad is sliced alone and dad calls 
to break up for her daughter. It's got to be intimidated. How many breakup texts have you sent over the years? Probably about four or five. And But I've done a lot of breakup telephone calls, too. They'll call, say, uh, can I speak to Sistine? I go, no. Uh, when should I call back? How about maybe two weeks from never? You well, are so protective. Yeah, I just, because I, I, I don't want them to grow up. Yeah, you don't, but they do, Dad, and there's nothing you can do about it, and you can't protect them forever. I found that out raising three daughters. It is the JoJo Show. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hit, 639 on a Thursday. It is the uh, JoJo Show. Um, who Who's responsible for naming things? That's a that's a difficult job, and there's probably a lot of pressure on it, but sometimes they get it wrong. Because I was reading this yesterday. This is what I come across. 2023 is a rare, okay, rare, common year because it started on a Sunday and will end on a Sunday. If it's rare, it can't be a common year. Am I right? If it's common, it's not rare. The last time this happened was in 2017. It won't happen again until 2034. See? It's not common at all. By the way, if you're superstitious, uh, 2023 will have two Friday the 13th, including one a week from tomorrow. First Friday the 13th of the year, coming up in January. Feel good on the 50s. Nice and easy. With JoJo on 98.7 FGR. I don't know whether to feel good or sad about the story. It is good news because uh, it's about a 34-year-old uh, from England named Jess Mal who just finished up a full year of trying one new thing a day. She was overwhelmed during the pandemic and thought it might help. And now that she's the happiest she's been in a decade. Uh, what makes me a little bit sad is the list of things she tried, uh, having never tried before. One new thing a day. And I thought to myself... What kind of childhood did this kid have because, or this uh, young woman, because I think I got all, most of these things done before I was 12. Um, uh, Some of the new things she tried last year, golfing. Yeah, I tried that. Not very good at it. Paddle boarding, lock picking. Yeah, I have picked a lock in my life. Streaking, done that. Line dancing, done that, unfortunately. Uh, Learning her first magic trick. Yes. And here's the sad one. Running up a down escalator. She never did that in 34 years? The first time I saw an escalator, I said to myself, I got to get up that thing going the wrong way. Uh, And she also tried her first espresso martini. Well, at least she's getting out and doing it. That, I think, is the good news. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. It is the uh, JoJo Show. Welcome to uh, Old Timey News. We haven't done Old Timey News in a while because I uh, I lost a source of uh, some of the articles that I was getting from the past. But I found one I thought was pretty good. thought I'd share with you news from 1947. This is from the Grand Rapids Press. Uh, The headline is, Man 59 makes home two years beneath the Scribner Avenue sidewalk. Police discovered Tuesday that a 59-year-old... Well, they didn't discover this. They knew that guy was there. They had to have. There's no way. Uh, Police discovered Tuesday that a 59-year-old man had been living for two years in a cave-like dungeon under a sidewalk on Scribner Avenue just south of Bridge Street. Do you know where that is? Because allegedly there's... We'll get into this in a minute, but there's stairs there? I don't know. I I feel like I've been by there, but I don't know. The man who was evicted... At uh, City Health Department request was George Berda, who had converted the hole into a home. You know the only trouble I ever had here? Should I 
talk like it's 1947? You know, the only trouble I ever had here is rats. They run over my face at night. That's the only trouble he had? That's a lot of trouble. That would keep me out of the hole. But Berta's a better man than I am. Berta told the officers as they sent him away. Patrolman uh, Charles Hawley and Trevor, uh, Trevor Street invaded the underground apartment Tuesday morning. They said only a makeshift partition separated the quarters from the open stairway leading from the sidewalk. See, that's where uh, the stairway comes in. I'm trying to picture that, and I can't. They said Baird had made his home in the damp cellar after he was unable to find other quarters. In other words, even back in 1947, the rent was too damn high. Um, he had blocked off one end of the cellar to cut off cold drafts and had set up a cook stove, bed, and heating stove. Sounds like he's got his stuff together there. The apartment was dark and almost airless, they reported. I don't have any other place to go, Berta said when the officers informed him he would have to vacate. I've been doing odd jobs around here, he continued. Kind of want the guy to stay. He'd probably still be living there today, wouldn't he? <laughs> Hopefully he would. Uh, I've been doing odd jobs around here. The folks in the building next door don't object to my staying there. The building next door is the Washington Shoe Repair Shop at 318 Bridge Street. Also, it's right on that corner. I still can't think of a stairway there. Uh, Holly and Stout said that uh, Berta denied having been living there permanently, but health officers say they had information that uh, the man had made his home there for two years. They said they had received complaints from business in the, uh, businesses and people in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah, there's always that busybody, right? There's a guy living in the sidewalk. Leave him alone. There you go. News from 1947, where people were living under the sidewalk in Grand Rapids. And... The rats were the least of their problems. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids' greatest hits. Uh, it is January 5th, the day before uh, what is uh, celebrated uh, in Christianity as the Epiphany. That's when the, uh, the three wise men supposedly got to the nativity scene after uh, hauling butt across the desert. Uh, so uh, since today is officially the 12th day of Christmas, I'd like to present my gift to you. 12 drummers drumming along with some drunk pipers from the night before. Because it's 11 pipers piping, right? Okay, just checking. Here you go, 11, uh, 12 drummers drumming. I just put 12 drummers drumming into YouTube, and this is what came up. But I'm only counting six drummers, so I'm, I'm a little weirded out. I feel like I got gypped. I will tell, only tell you this. The drummers apparently are in good shape because all these drummers are buff. I, there's no fat drummers here. The pipers are fat. The, uh, the drummers are not. There you go. Happy 12th day of Christmas, everybody. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Uh, trust me when I tell you the studio version of that song sucks. It just sucks. Uh, but they had an energy when they performed it live at Budokan that was unmatched. And so, even though it failed as a single on its own, the live version went to number one. Except in 41 with the JoJo Show. Just keep putting that energy into your life. That's what I'm saying, kind of. It's a weird New Year's thing, isn't it? I don't know. Um... 
look, we've all had moments in our life, I think, right, where someone comes up to us and you go, you know who you look like? And then they'll say somebody famous, and in your head you're going, where are you getting that from? Because I don't think I look like that guy at all or that girl. But how about if somebody comes up to you and says, you look like somebody infamous? I bring this up because, you know, they caught the Idaho, they have a suspect in the Idaho stabbings. There's four college kids. I don't know if you heard that story. The four college kids were stabbed at the University of Idaho, and they found this guy in uh, Pennsylvania, and they extradited him yesterday. He's back facing charges now in Moscow, Idaho. They put his picture all over the place, and instantly I looked at him and said, that looks exactly like my college roommate in college. (laughs) So I had to. I could. You have to do this, right? You have to. Uh, download a picture, and then send it to him. I texted it to him, and I said, dude, I didn't know 28-year-old you was a stabber. And he uh, sent me back a message that contained words that uh, had these letters as their first letter, G-F-Y. And uh, that was the reaction I was looking for. So it worked out pretty good. But has anybody ever come up to you and then said that you look like somebody, in it, but they're, like, infamous? Like O.J. Simpson or... Uh, John Wayne Casey, that would be awful. Uh, 616-459-9898. We'll meet somebody who that happened to. Coming up in just a few minutes. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Life has a funny way of helping you out. I have no idea what that means. 753, it is the uh, JoJo Show. Uh, talking about uh, being a friend of mine. When uh, we were in college together, looks exactly like they, that dude they just busted for the Idaho murders. So I had to rub it in the other day. Have you ever been told, if somebody walks up to you and they say, you, sir, you look exactly like who? Jeffrey Dahmer. The serial killer? Yeah. Yeah, that would put a, that, that would ruin your one. day. That would ruin my day if somebody said, hey, you look like Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, it stuck as a nickname and for, for a while, so I had to bear it. But oh, got, man. Uh, this is these other ones. Mr. Bean, who I didn't even know who that was, Mr. Bean, and then I got Tony Romo. The best I ever got was Mark Paul Gossler from uh, Saved by the Bell. So I just thought, thought I'd share. Oh, and another funny one. This guy, I was at a Christmas party, and he was told he looked like a fat Kenny Rogers. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that nice? Yeah, it's not nice, but you know, you can picture it in your head, can't you? You sure can. 616 459 uh, 9898. Uh, you've heard of Two Face from Batman. That guy's got four faces. Man, those are four dramatically different looking people he's been compared to. But I feel bad for him because you can't unchange a nickname. Like he was Dahmer for a number of years with his group of uh, friends, and there's no way you can't. The more you protest, the more they call you that. You know how that's why I'm called JoJo still to this day. Um, six one six four five nine ninety eight ninety eight. Not really infamous, but several years ago, before I started turning gray around the edges, I have a bit of a larger nose, and I had wire rim glasses, and I had bleached my hair like a light blonde, almost to the point of being white. And I was substitute teaching in some well, I can't say which school district, but different school districts. I'd walk in the classroom, kids looked up, started, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> and then I realized I had lost total control and nothing got done. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They, they they saw you as Jerry Springer. Sure did. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's. I said, hey, if you don't settle down, I'm going to throw a chair at you. And then they just started laughing. <laughs> 
98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Uh, it is the JoJo Show. Uh, Michigan got a little bit excited uh, last week because uh, the University of Michigan was in the uh, college playoffs and uh, reached a fever pitch, and the NFL playoffs are coming up. The Lions actually have a chance to get into the playoffs, so people are excited about that, reaching the, the pinnacle of the sports year for a lot of uh, sports. However, it's also darts season in England. And they have the World Darts Championship going on. And I know what you're thinking. Boy, isn't that just a pub game? No, not in England. No. They play in arenas full of 15,000, 16,000 people. This is a leg for the ages, they call it, at the World Dart Championships last week. guy by the name of Michael Smith is going to get a niner. That's nine straight points in a row. That's his leg. I guess it's rarely done. You want to hear a little of this? Yeah, you do. Got to find a break of throw in this set if he wants to level up the world championship final. Uh, Michael Van Gogh. That dude, who's a, a kind of a bald dude out of the Netherlands, just got three points in a row. Here comes Michael. One, two. Yeah, the, the three all scoring. And they're scoring in that little thin part of the dartboard. Here's the Dutch guy again. Two. He got three in a row. Michael may miss and Michael may hit. They're both on nine. Two. Three in a row. This is insane. Come on now. Wow, the world championship final. Michael Van Gogh. Two in a row. Oh, he missed that one. So this is like it's the bottom of the ninth. Now, if this guy gets three points in a row in. One man misses. Does the other man get? I don't know what he did, but it's the most amazing thing ever. And the Dutch guy just looks disappointed. Standing O. People are wearing Santa outfits and stuff. <laughs> it's crazy. Just go to go to YouTube or uh, Twitter and just uh, search dart videos. They're hilarious and they're fantastic. I love every minute of it. Uh, 8.14, it is the JoJo. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Good news, I guess, if you're a big-time Journey fan. Greg Rowley, the original keyboard uh, player for Journey, will be uh, touring with them during their 50th anniversary uh, tour. Greg sang uh, co-lead vocals. In fact, was the lead vocalist before Steve Perry got in the band and uh, then was a co-vocalist for him for a couple of years before he walked off on his own. Greg, also a member of Santana for a long time. Let's do the audio vault. This is a journey into sound. Yes, yes, yes. A journey which, along the way, will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. Um, here's a woman who uh, got her kid a toy at Walmart uh, for Christmas, only to find out that the toy makes inappropriate jokes. My mom hears something, and she calls us all in, and she's like, it just said something about a drive-by shooting. I'm like, there's no way. So, let me see if I can get this quickly enough. You'll Maybe never guess what makes a... Clip-clop, clip-clop, bang-bang. Clip-clop, 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 noise. An Amish drive-by shooting. Sold at Walmart. Walmart, explain this. <laughs> it's not a bad joke, but it's not for kids. <laughs> this seems like a good idea. Uh, you run a boat that has a hot tub on it, then you can take it out on the lake. However, if something goes bad with a boat, don't call the rental company up. They won't help, as these people found out when the boat sank. 
And they called the rental company, only to get thrown to voicemail. Just a boom and a ball of fire kind of went along through the thing. Having it go to voicemail when you know that you have people out on boats in the dark on a cold lake. Yeah, it was pretty terrifying. Hey, they were busy, that's all. Uh, They clearly survived uh, that incident, but uh, there's an investigation going on. I still like the idea of running a hot tub on a boat, though. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Uh, it's the JoJo Show. A lot of people asking me, uh, JoJo, can you believe what uh, they did out there in Ottawa County with the uh, legislature there? They put uh, they put a leader in who lives in Kent County, and they're like, whoa, they're changing everything. And I'm like, yeah, I can believe that. I lived in Ottawa County for six years. It is hands down. I live in Grand Haven. Hands down, Grand Haven, beautiful city, beautiful town. Met the strangest people I've ever met in my life there. My neighbors there were just weird. And <laughs> so it doesn't surprise me at all. And they love to, to high, you know, they love to live their political identity, and I kind of keep that to myself. I don't, you know, I'm just not into that that much. But these people, man, I had some strange neighbors. How strange? Oh, geez, I could tell you some stories. Buy me a couple beers, I could tell you some really good ones. But I'll I'll keep, I'll keep it uh, uh, light, <laughs> if that's possible. I had one neighbor across the street who was an elderly man, so he's probably no longer with us. He lived directly across the street from me. And uh, he, he was always, you know, talking about the young people today. Now they don't know what they're doing. I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. And then he would go home and he had this big screen TV that looked out onto the street and he would never close his blinds. And he would watch hardcore pornography uh, pretty religiously. <laughs> and I pointed out to him once that um, that everybody could see that. And he got mad at me for invading his privacy i'm like i'm not invading your privacy dude i'm just looking out my window that's what i'm doing and another neighbor there who uh was uh, an alcoholic and he told me that it got desperate for him once and he drank a can of sterno and i told him at that point he probably should have gotten help and he again blamed me for uh, sticking my nose in his business i'm like you told me what do you want me to do go that's okay that's not okay Anyway, like I said, doesn't surprise me. Feel good on the 50s. Nice and easy. With JoJo on 98.7 FGR. Uh, You know, I feel both happy and sad about this story about a 34-year-old woman from England. Her name is Jess Mel, and uh, she's been depressed for a while. So at the age of 34, during the pandemic, she set out a quest last year of trying something new every day which is a good thing to do. And that's a good thing because it got her away from her depression and she found out she could do so many different things. But then I'm looking at the list of things that she did and I'm like, why didn't she do that when she was younger? Like, where were her parents? For instance, at 34, this is, keep in mind, she said, I'm going to do one new thing a day. That means she hadn't done this before. Toasted a marshmallow on a fire. She's done that before she was five. Uh, Went pumpkin picking. Where were her parents? I feel bad. Uh, some of the other things here. Caught a grape in her mouth. Again, something I did when I was 12. Uh, get successfully across the monkey bars at a, uh, a park. Again, something I did when I was a kid. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy for her that she found joy in doing the simple things in life. I'm sad that she didn't do them earlier.